Welcome back, everybody. Welcome for the first time, if this happens to be your first time. This is Talk Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Westa. This episode is brought to you by West Bottoms Whiskey Co. with uh, nominated and voted on of the best old-fashioned in Kansas City at their location in the West Bottoms, uh, West Bottoms Whiskey Co., I absolutely love their whiskey. I love their company. I love everything they stand for. I hope you guys buy their bottles, buy their whiskey when you're out in the bar, and go check out their bar. And also, while you're at supporting me, you can hit up uh, www.patreon.com slash Podcast. We got Jason back, one of my favorite guests. I love this dude. He's, he thinks like me, we think alike, he's into ghosts, he's into aliens, he's chasing UFOs, he's camping overnight and having crazy experiences with who knows what, you heard that in the last episode, this episode, we get into all kinds of, uh, we get COVID talk, alien talk, uh, some of his convention talk, a good time, one of my favorite people to talk to on the podcast and uh, this is Jason. He hosts his own fun podcast called The Ectoplasm Show. And we get into that a little bit. Check him out. He's got a Patreon too. What a great episode. You guys are going to love this one. This was episode 160 something, I think. 164 ish, maybe. Nobody cares what number it is. Uh, but this was fun. Enjoy the episode. Woo! Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. Well, no topic is off limits. Now here's your host, Mind Daddy, and Voida Soul. Thank you for coming to the Inner Talk Podcast. Boom, talk, boom. Just jump right into it. You came and bring in some crazy news about uh, the Travis Scott concert. That apparently there were some pinpricks or some 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 something. You yeah. said some pricks, huh? Um, ah. Well, so I'm I'm in like a lot of the conspiracy threads online. Like I see all these crazy conspiracies about things, so that popped up really quick. And one of the first things that was talked about by the ultra conspiracy theorist was, "Oh, this is they're all vaccinated and they tested something at the at the show, and that's why they all collapsed and." And, you know, obviously, there were 50,000 people there. Mm -hmm. Probably more than 300 were vaccinated. So if that's some kind of weird test, there would have been more than that many people affected. That's coming from probably like a uh, a chemtrail-type believer, maybe, huh? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, But, yeah, then I saw more stuff about it through the feed online. And uh, apparently it turns out somebody was or multiple people were going around injecting people with drugs. Multiple people. Like eight people died and like 300 people had to be treated. But some of those people were probably treated by the rush that happened afterwards. Okay. Honestly, I really don't, I really didn't dig into it that much. This is just like highlights. But I was like seeing, there were video of, you know, everybody has a phone now. So there was video of it happening and like that guy did not get crushed. He's sitting there having a heart attack. And it was like, that was like an hour after it happened apparently that i was seeing that stuff so that's one of my bigger bigger fears it doesn't like yeah nothing really keeps me up at night i sleep pretty good 
Parton by this West Bottoms Whiskey Co. Hey, how about that plug? Um, but has no, that is one of the things that has scared me. There's a couple of things that have always scared me from a fairly young age. It, one was a pandemic, like a crazy one. Ever since I saw the movie Outbreak, yeah, like that was like, oh my god, it's so <laughs> easy. It well, you can't takes, see it, right? You can't, you can't you see can't it, but see it. and it's so, and you know, as soon as it happens, like I, I was, I've been on, I've been on top of this pandemic since way before it began. Like I, I called mm-hmm. it a pandemic before it was a pandemic, when, back when it was in China. Still, mm-hmm. uh, we were the same actually on the show. We talked about it um, in December of 2019 on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, because I follow, I follow different news sources from around the world, and so th- they were talking about it. Like the toilet paper thing happened in Australia yeah. months before it happened yep. here. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I followed it a lot too. Then. Oh yeah, I was yeah. I, so there's a few things like that where I'm just on, I'm on the ball. I feel like I've been on the ball with all the shit with COVID, and it just sucks. Because you're like, you know, people laugh at you, mm-hmm. and then, you know, when you call it a lab leak, like I was on a lab leak way, 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 oh, way a sure, long time yeah. ago. And, you know, people were getting kicked off and censored for that shit. Oh, sure, yeah. And then all of a sudden, now it's, oh, yeah, that's is, yeah, mm-hmm. what science has been saying since since they started looking into the real science we've been looking into it, not this Fauci. Oh, I'm so, yeah, we probably shouldn't, I don't need to, we don't need to go on COVID. I don't think I, we'll ever know. Like, I don't think we'll ever actually know. Obviously, we can't I think trust we anything know. we're being I told. think we really know. It's just being silence i remember before it even hit here that there were there were videos online of a worker from the wuhan lab stopping at a wet market and like opening this case that had dry ice in it next to a ventilation thing that that video i can't find it online anywhere now who knows if it was a real like, you can't trust anything you see online i don't know if it was that but that's what they claimed it to be mm-hmm. so. you, you say you listen to a lot of news from around the world like what are some good being someone that's you know yourself being interested in conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. like where is good i don't know is credible the right word but i don't know credible is the right word where's good where do you like to go that you are there spots that you trust like who i don't know if i trust any of it i just like i'll just entertainment i have i think i have on my phone uh links on my on my um on my phone to like the moscow times a couple of australian newspapers israeli times a couple of israeli ones um al jazeera some asian ones um and i'll just like peruse the headlines and click on it more of what i'm looking for is things that aren't reported here about here or just well, just in general, just things that I probably wouldn't see, even though I don't look at the United States news anymore. I don't know. I I don't look at it every day, and I don't really spend a whole lot of time on every article. I just, I like watching that kind of thing, because you can get a sense of what we're actually censored to. Most people don't think that we're censored to what's going on around the world. Yeah. I would say that most people that don't pay attention to anything would think that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we have we have pretty high censorship here. Is, it, that, is it censored it's not or censorship, is it just not talked about because it doesn't make about. money? Obviously, I could go on and find it. Where if I lived in China, I couldn't go on and find it. You right. know, I couldn't f- go outside of the sphere that they have on the internet over there. You, c- there are people that figure that out and can do that. But I so I could go VPNs online and here stuff. and find that kind of news around the world. 
but it's not <clears throat> talked about here. What? Do you, Something. Do like. you have a fairly good sense of how different parts of the world think about us? I think because I don't think many Americans do or even think about that. Probably not. I mean, I have friends around the world, but there's still more of a bias because they're my friends. And every place is different. And every group is different. Mm -hmm. The world is so highly political now that if, you know, individuals within another country can have a different view of the United States, just like we as individuals have different views um, of other countries. So I, I, I actually, I try not to think about it that way, but I'm sure that their news is just as filtered as our news. I guess filtered is probably a better word than censored. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, there's definitely censorship going on. I mean, look at well, yeah. I mean, there, there's total like social media type censorship going on, right? right and isn't that even maybe more dangerous than news? You know, big print censorship. Probably. That's why everybody, everyone has access. Everybody uses it. Mm-hmm. It, it It's a scary thing. I worry about, and I have worried about long before the pandemic or any of this, of like our podcasts will probably get regulated at some point. At some point. It could be soon. It could be down the road. They've talked about it a couple times mm-hmm. since the induction of podcasts. And there's, you know, there's cancel culture that happens and podcasts could get, big podcasts can get shut down for that. But there isn't really like polling shows, other than Alex Jones, pulling shows off of all the platforms. Yeah, that was crazy. And stuff like that. But I think they're pulling other people. They've pulled other. They probably are now. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing it now. They're just going to continue. Yeah, I guess that's the question. I mean, if we are the freest, quote unquote, country in the world and, and have this free speech but it keeps getting we keep getting censored like what is next down the line and then where do you go and where where do we go because like i've been thinking about that for the past say year and a half if i didn't have kids would i even live in america where would you go that's everyone asked me that i go (laughs) you know i don't know but that kind of sucks that's also part of the filtering we're conditioned to think, think that we that there's nowhere else that we can be how we want to be. I think if money weren't an issue, that'd be that. That's the that's the issue. It's because I you know I don't have mm-hmm. money. Just that the real answer would be I wouldn't live anywhere. I'd live here for a while, then I travel over here for a while. Like live yeah. a, live a few years in Germany, live a few years in in wherever Ethiopia, go to South Africa. As long South, as you can get Brazil. out when you want to. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but to like, explore and learn the culture and, and the geo- geography and. My wife and I have actually talked a little bit about that because my daughter just went to college this year. She started freshman this year. Oh, lucky! You we had made a plan. Young. Yeah, we had made a plan years ago that once she went to college, we were going to move around. We were going to go live somewhere else at least. And lately over the last year or so we've talked about doing just that just going and living in a city for a little while and and then moving on mm-hmm. um i think there's i think there's and we would still have like a, a house somewhere a home base yeah if we could afford it you know somewhere that it maybe it would be here um, why wouldn't it be yeah cheap standard you know cheap uh-huh. living you get, get a lot for your money out here and so, yeah, you're in the center of everywhere that. you can travel from here yeah from- 
pretty easily. It's a good Kansas City is a good home base. It so, is. So now that your your daughter, you said, mm-hmm. is in college, and yeah. That's so. Do you are you now? Does she go to college around here? She goes to Fort Hayes State. So that's in Kansas. I mean, hours, so I mean, she's kind of kind less. of local. Yeah. Do you change? Does that? Do you still think like that? Like, all right, now it's time for us to travel and go away. Or are you still like, ah, she's still here? No. Like, you know what I mean? Like, does it change when she does turn eighteen? Because I, this, I'm the same way. Like right mm-hmm. now, I'm like, oh, well, my kids get older. You know, yeah. I want to. I no, I don't know if I want to live here. I love Kansas City, but it's changed a little you know. bit, to be honest. Because we, st- so she's my daughter with my first wife. Mm-hmm. So my wife now came into her life when my daughter was like three or four. And we made this decision to do this back then. Right. Um, but kids, and this is a blanket statement, but kids are more, are less independent these days than they used to be. Even though she's off in college and she's actually doing great. She's had some anxiety you issues you in the past. You said they're less independent? Less independent, I would think. Or so they I, rely? I feel anyways. Okay. They rely on... on yeah. Okay. But she also had, throughout her high school uh, years, she had a high anxiety of being by herself and all this stuff. And we were worried about her going to college. We were worried that she, even though it's four, you know, for only four hours away, it's still four hours away. And um, she's doing great. We're not as four worried about that. Four hours is a that. long way. But the, over the last couple of years, we were kind of worried about moving far away even though her mom is technically still here in kansas city if we moved away we wouldn't be that support system for her Mm -hmm. we're still thinking that maybe we won't go as far but since she's doing so well and and we're still thinking we're now we moved it down a couple years out a couple more years so we'll see (laughs) um which is fine i I and then she gets married, and then she has a kid, yeah. and then she's like, you know, we just—that's what I'm sure. afraid of too. Not that, no. I mean, I love yeah. my kids, and just but I um. So we we've talked about moving to Alaska at one point. Ooh, that's pretty far. That's, like, yeah, I, yeah. That. <laughs> um, we've talked to like we have family in Hawaii, and we've talked about so you Hawaii. You are like, and, yeah, you're like, I'm not even staying on the continental um, United yeah. States. I'm getting as far away. There's certain areas that. I don't want to live in just because of the, like, the culture of the city. And I know that that's kind of a biased look at it, and it probably wouldn't be that way if I lived I there. I don't, but... want to go to, I don't want to go to Portland or San Francisco. or Exactly. <clears throat> Actually, I, had the, I was going to move to San Francisco with my first wife before my daughter was born, and we were all ready to go. And then she got pregnant, and we were like, we, we, because her dad lived out there. Okay. And we had gone out there several times, and we were like, no, I don't want to raise my daughter in downtown San Francisco. Because, well, the first time, it wasn't the first time I've ever been to San Francisco, because I went a lot when I was a kid, because I have an uncle close to there. But the first time I went with my wife to meet her dad, my first wife to meet her dad, I get off the airport, get on the BART system have to help a police officer wrestle some big guy on drugs to the ground no that way. was my introduction as an adult to san francisco wow and then we thought about moving out there because you know we we're young and it was could you, you imagine know, we didn't doing have that any today responsibilities no if that was caught on cell phone like <laughs> well and this was uh off-duty cop walking through the car and some guy just started picking a fight with him 
Wow. So, and I watched the whole thing go down because he had his uniform in a laundry bag. Oh, shit. Walking through, and the guy just started yelling at him and got up and started wrestling him. And I had to go over and help hold the guy down until we got to the next stop. Whoa. Yeah. Well, welcome to so, San yeah, that's, Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, there, there's certain areas like that. And, and really, Kansas City is... A lot of people that live here and move away wish that they'd move back. I've heard that from people. Okay. I haven't I haven't done that kind of uh, questioning. I've just known a few people that... People, I've known a few people and they're glad they're gone. Well, there's that But too, they do come but, back a lot, but they... Yeah. I yeah. don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's all personal Subjective, choice, right? Subjective, right? My pro- I, I'm a... Like, I like to explore. That's part of the paranormal field, too. I'll just... On the weekends, sometimes I'll just go drive for hours and drive around. There isn't an area within three or four hours from here that I haven't been to. I'm starting to get to the point where I can't enjoy just going and exploring because I've seen everything around here. Oh, that's interesting. So I want to go somewhere else where I can just spend the day going off exploring. Right. And... What's a good place around, a good drive around here that you go to exploring that's... The Flint Hills are great. Like, if, if you drive out I-70 and right before um, <clears throat> Manhattan, there's the Wamigo exit. If you get off there and just go south, you'll drive through the Flint Hills and it's really pretty. And and there's some little towns and stuff that are pretty cool. Huh. And the Ozarks are great, too. Yeah, like Mark Twain National Forest or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. How about, I, this might be a little further, maybe not the, is it the Sand Hills in Nebraska? The Sand Hills, yeah, they're a little further out west, right? I've been through them. Kind of. They're a little further. Um, I've, yeah, that's I've a been little further. Them. You go through them if you're going up to like Mount Rushmore. That's the last time well, I went through them. far away. Yeah, I went through, actually I went to Mount Rushmore in January of this year. How'd you like it? I'd never been there before, and it was... Underwhelming. Well, it was underwhelming in the (laughs) sense, but it was probably, even though I haven't been before, it was probably the best time to go because there was nobody there. I hear that it's like during the summer, it's just packed and trying to deal with people. There was probably 30 people at the entire park. Okay. And then we drove around and drove um, to the Native American one, Crazy Horse. Yep. And then we drove up to Devil's Tower and then Deadwood, and, and that was all pretty cool. Yeah, I, I used to live out in that area. Yeah. I, now, that's a place I moved from and wish I still lived there. Yeah. That is very pretty, the Black that's Hills. Gorgeous up there. I bet you that's a great paranormal area to explore. Yeah, I've looked into Black it Hills, a you got all the, bit, but... all the the Native American tribes that are around there, and then you've got the Gold Rush. Well, Devil's Tower has the connotation from the movie, right? It's got. Yeah, the... that's Wyoming, though. Yeah. But it's the... not terribly far from it's there. It's close. It's only a couple hours, I yeah. think, from Rapid City. Yeah, that's the Close Encounters of the Third Kind movie. I never mm-hmm. really watched. I watched it as a very young kid, mm-hmm. and I didn't really pay attention enough to really understand it's, it probably. I just remember Mashed yeah. Potatoes and Devil's Tower. It's pretty slow to today's standards, at least to keeping people's attention, I would say. It's a classic movie, right? And it, I don't know if it won any acting awards, but it, it's it's pretty slow for today's generation, I would think. A lot of those movies back then, yeah, were. Now it's all like every fifteen seconds, mm-hmm. you gotta have something that catches your, holds your attention because you got, 
you know, it was the eighties and nineties. You didn't have, you know, a computer stronger, you know, back, you know, the, yeah. these phones are, you know, these phones are stronger computers, computers now than NASA had mm-hmm, for sure for, you know, allegedly sending someone yeah. to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> we just put out a show last, yes, last, yesterday where we talked about the moon. Okay, I saw the. Uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw the uh, the headline of it, something about the moon, moon shadows or something. Yeah. What else was on there? There's a couple shadows. things on your on that title of your podcast. Um, it was "Dark Side of the Moon Shadows" was the title because we talked about Larry wanted to do an episode on moon shadows because like shadows across the moons observed from the Earth and because we had seen something a few weeks before that was weird so he did a little research and i brought in a bunch of facts about the moon and we talked a little bit of we didn't really go into the moon landings and stuff like that on this episode we've done that in the past this was more about observed things on the moon from earth okay i feel like there's now this could just be internet say but I've seen a couple videos, short videos of stuff about the moon recently, very mm-hmm. recently, but it's getting censored or getting deleted. However, it's like, you know, whenever these these big tech corporations are seeing it, they're pulling it. Are you talking about the one where there's there's zoom in from the ground and then there's little white things flying around? around I don't or? know. I didn't watch that no. far, but it is zoomed. It is a super mm-hmm. zoomed zoomed one from here. And they're saying some alien proof of alien type stuff or. I've seen that one know. too, and I do think uh, I've seen it several times, and you've seen the start of it a few times, right? So if it's getting censored, they're not doing a, that great of a job right, at it. Right, that's the thing. Um, it's also like my phone can do a hundred times zoom, but it's not very clear when it gets into the hundred times, even at the moon, and that that video is very stable, and it's supposed to be somebody's phone. Well, it's very stable, and it's just like he zooms right in, right. and it's right there. And it had to be on a tripod if it was, if it was a real video, in my opinion. Well, it is. Well, I don't know anything about. I here's what I know about when we do get those cell phone cameras of the moon clear, mm-hmm. assuming that's a cell phone one. Is I think it's the Google Pixel, yeah, phone, whatever the latest Google phone is. Well, it's like it's superimposed. It's like. Yeah, it's the Google Pixel. Whatever it ha- it's, it's like a computer, and they're generating it for you. Okay. Because taken of all the generations of photos they mm-hmm. have of the moon, they already have it, and so it's kind of just put in there for you. It's yeah. not so. It's, it's you know, it can. It's a computer, and they're recognizing that you're zooming in on the moon. Okay. But then yeah, it's actually kinda... like a computer. Just yeah, weird, right? It makes sense. I guess. I actually brought you a present. I was looking at this thing. I didn't there know if you noticed that it I did. There's something on my on my table here. I was like, "What is this thing?" I'm sure we'll get around to. It. I got it, but I wanted to so into this conversation. Yeah, no, we could get we could get back. No, to what do you got minute. here? It's a, a very cool crystal it's a jar. It's a jar, but it's not any jar. It looks like a jar you'd yeah. you'd, you'd find in like the game Zelda, <laughs> right? Like a potion. Yeah. And then there's uh, all right. We, well, first of all, what's this? Oh, is that wax? It's wax is sealed. Okay. For your protection. Oh, really? Maybe. Okay. What is this dirt from? Is it from Atchison? It's from a haunted place that I've investigated before. I'm kind of scared right now. <laughs> well, I mean, I it, have a weird feeling in my I, belly. It's actually been on my shelf for a couple of years now, and I haven't had anything crazy happen associated with. Uh, of of okay. course, it's with. It's not going to open, right? I don't think so. Uh, well, it's with like 
45 other items from other locations. That's where it's been hanging out. So maybe it's just been suppressed. And Well, I think the salt that I brought the first time will probably do a good job of keeping whatever's going on in there. Are you, in are there. you potentially brought something evil in a jar for me? I wouldn't say it's evil. I didn't have any evil experiences where I collected that dirt. Okay. But I did have paranormal experiences where okay. I collected that dirt. Okay. Wow. And I'm, I'm not going to tell you where. Okay. I'll keep it a mystery. But I... I, I Promise it is from a paranormal location. Wow. In town. Wow. That's okay. I'm very excited for this. It's I'm grinning but nervous at the same time. Thank you. You bring the coolest shit. Very I cool. brought a jar of dirt. Oh, I think it's what <laughs> it's it's the sentiment. It's the kind of dirt. It's the story that goes with it. It's yeah. sealed. It's there's more to it than just a, a thing of dirt. That's what's cool. And same with that uh, the salt that you brought. Yeah. Wow, man. Thank you so much. I'm going to keep it there forever. Good. Well, I, I, I potentially will keep it there forever. Some crazy shit happens. Yeah. You know, there, uh, I, I don't know. Some people have thought this house, this where, where I live might have uh, an entity living. Did we talk about this before? I don't, I don't remember so. talking I, about it I don't it believe before. we have. I don't think I've really talked about it. Well, why don't you talk about it now? All right. I was because I don't really believe it, but yeah, some people do. Sometimes you there's know, an entity in here that they've. Is this people that have been on the show? No. no. Uh, n- oh, I did have somebody on. Um. Oh, which who did I have on? I've had I've had a few supernatural people. You had Allie, which was a friend of mine. I know. I, in fact, it might have been her. Yeah. Okay, Allie. I think said. I wouldn't necessarily. She's like, I don't feel uncomfortable here, but I don't think I'd spend the night here. Oh. <laughs> so. Was that a comment about the place or about you? <laughs> it was about the place. <laughs> I mean, probably, you know what? Maybe disguised as a comment yeah. as that. Maybe it was referring to me. I, I've known Allie for several years, and nice I can't guy. say that I find any fault in what she says about a place. I don't know. Obviously, I can't see what she sees. Right. Um. I I'm skeptical of any psychic, but I have friends like her and other friends that are psychic that I trust because they're my friends. Look, she told me to do a few things to help out, uh some like black the crystals. Black uh like like a black rock or something that helps mm-hmm. take up black energy. And I've gone looking for some black rocks. They're more expensive than I thought they'd be. There I went to the Gym and Mineral show in town yesterday. It was at KCI Expo. Oh, cool. And I've gone since I was a kid, and the prices are crazy. Yeah, I went to the place on Broadway down mm-hmm. in Midtown, Westport yeah. area. What, what's that place called? Aquios or something? Yeah. like something like that. Yeah. And right after, like shortly, Aquarius. That's Aquarius. What I said. What it doesn't matter what I said. <laughs> and it was like very shortly after I had her alley on to go get some black rocks and some white rocks. She's also saying take some white and you put those in your window sills. I did it, man. I have I've got a lot of white <laughs> crystals yeah. in my especially my kids' window sills. I was like, you know what? It's not going to hurt anything. No, Whatever. Yeah. I'll just put them here in my bedroom window. Just I think there's I, I I think Why not? I I think that there if at the very least whether the rock is the stone is doing something or not, I think that the intention of you doing it might add something to it. Your intention may may put in some sort of protection on its own 
I think that that's po- just as possible as the the stone actually. Why protecting. wouldn't it be? <laughs> so why wouldn't it be just as possible as that? Exactly. Um, oh fuck! I was had somewhere. I was going with the white crystal. Um, mm, where was I? Oh, it was good. It was good. But you, so you've had other people, ju- not just her, talk um, about something here. I no, uh, yeah, yep. Just hearing things and like feeling like there's something like moving. You know, you just get like ghost sounds. Mm-hmm. But I just attribute that to you know clay soil and shifting of the house and stuff yeah. like that. It sounds like a you know, justification <laughs> for your own mind, like right. Well, I want it to be. I would love. Yeah. Love. I don't know. Some. I don't know. Sometimes I entertain the idea. I'm, I don't know. Who knows? You know. Oh, that's what I was gonna say about the crystals. I mean, in the intentions, maybe there actually is something to it being something specific, specific, uh, like the black, like the white. Because I mean, stories like this go back. I mean, you go back to the Bible. Oh yeah. And they're doing whatever, they're, well, salt around the house or something, and, and sage or. or well, where, well before that too. I mean, I think we've mentioned on the show on this show before. Last time I was on, or the first time I was on, people look at ancient cultures. And this is generalization, of course. Mm-hmm. And think of them as rudimentary and archaic, and mm-hmm. they associate that with they're not as intelligent. Right, their IQs must have been ninety-seven or some shit. And and for some cases, that's probably true. But I mean, we have the spectrum of intelligence so. here. But they were more spiritually connected. I if I would say than than today's standards of people yeah so maybe they were tapped into something that we can't tap into because we're too materialistic or we've been cut off from it or or yeah they were also a lot doing a lot of you know i guess it depends on the culture but think about like hallucinogens yeah have you think like some of the cultures now that are still very spiritual mm-hmm. and they're also away from cities i think yeah you're right i don't know about material and I think being disconnected, and this is weird and basic, but I, I'm sure you get this too, talking about like when you go camping and shit, getting away from that light pollution oh, and yeah. getting put in the middle of outer space. Well, last night, uh, that's so, um, I think that's part of why Larry's not here, is we went out UFO watching last night, and we ended up at a, a small cemetery in south of emporia about an hour or 45 minutes south of emporia and you just like there's the milky way just mm-hmm. like bright as hell and um it, it, they we're actually in the at the tail end of a meteor shower which Ooh. is pretty cool so we sat out there for a while and watched the sky we, we didn't see anything strange but it's a good ex- it was a little windy but we had a a wind block where we were so it was fun do you how often I imagine it's like any other kind of hunting, ghost hunting, deer hunting. When you're UFO hunting or looking, you probably don't typically see something of interest other than it being just cool to see outer space. Yeah, I mean, so overall, we've just kind of started in the last year doing this. I mean, I think the first time we came on, I talked about going out to the desert, right? Yeah. It was was the second time. Yeah. Um, You guys had a crazy-ass experience. Yeah. So we've just started doing that relatively in the paranormal field, whereas we've been doing ghost hunting for a decade or more. Um, Getting bored with the ghosts? not, Not that. I've kind of... My spiritual... 
I don't, I don't really have a way to quantify. I've kind of, I still enjoy the ghost hunting kind of aspect to it, but it's not where my motivation in mind is anymore. I've kind of elevated above that in my overall thinking of the paranormal field. Um, not that I don't lend any credence to it. Mm-hmm. I've just... I, I've do, you had gotta be, do you ex- have to be careful right now? No, 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 I'm not trying to be careful. I'm trying to figure out the right words of how I want to express it. It's more of I, I enjoy going and doing a ghost hunt every now and then, but I don't have as much drive. The only motivation I have to go and do it is just for my own experience mm-hmm. nowadays. It's not to capture anything. It's not even though I try to sometimes it's it's not to see what ha- it's more to see what happens from my own experience but i don't necessarily think you have to go places to go do this are becoming less and less too or pricey and um interesting i, I i've kind of a lot of the places that i used to do investigations around town here you either can't anymore or they cost money. And I have friends that own some of these places, but I feel like if I ask too often, I'm taking advantage because they could charge somebody. I got you. Um, but I've kind of, like, the, so the, I mentioned before the show that I'm kind of thinking about working on a film, right? Right. And the film. Yeah, put it out there. I got people, I got, I got connections that yeah. listen to this show or whatever. It, and, um, it's paranormal related. Maybe we can help you out. Paranormal adjacent. Okay. And but it's not really ghost hunting. It's more I want to explore the origin of consciousness. Oh shit! And where consciousness comes from. Well, now you're in my world. And now. I want to kind of get into the probability or the possibility that the conscious consciousness does not originate within our bodies. That our brain is just a receiver for our consciousness. You're right. And if that yeah, is yeah, the yeah. case, not that I ever think we can prove it, but if that is the case. It could explain a lot of things in the paranormal field. Is that ghost over there just a projection of the consciousness that doesn't have a receiver that flashes into existence for for whatever time you can see it? Okay. Um, are like astral projections or out-of-body experiences just when the receiver's not working quite right and, oh, you're almost and kinda, the signal steps out. It almost sounds like you're saying it's almost like your soul, like your consciousness is like a soul. Yeah, I mean, I might. Was that kind of almost? No, I know. I know there is a difference, yeah. but when I just in my head, when you're thinking of like a ghost, you know, like a ghostly, like a consciousness is attached to like a mm-hmm. slimer type. That this topic <laughs> is so vast. That's what I'm trying. Like you asked, kind of what I was thinking about with the filming process. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm just trying to wrap around how much I could fit into one film. Or multiple films and like where I want to take the approach for it of what I want to because there's there's just so much I don't think it could be one film I have to figure out a focus for the first part of the project and then I could figure out if I could build on that how about uh you ever watch anything on vice no I've seen some but not I don't spend a whole lot of time watching Vice. Be like a, you could do like I would think that'd be like a cool like you could you wouldn't wouldn't, I'm not saying Senate device but like a you do you do like a conscious you know it's funny that you mentioned that i almost named this podcast uh the consciousness plateau yeah uh, yeah it was just i was really into uh, consciousness yeah it's we can talk about that um 
Yeah, what was I saying before that? You were talking about Vice and uh, oh, the Vice uh, probably a format. Yeah, yeah. So you could do use. yeah a format. You could do like some kind of like a consciousness format. Like this is the consciousness series. And you kind of explore your like you know like thirty minute film chunks or forty five minute film chunk like mini documentary. Yeah, that's style actually the, series. the kind of the format I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, right like now. six or seven episodes, like even like yeah, an episodic kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, I think that'd be dope. That that's where my mind is at. But you can do that pretty as far easily. As the format, but right now I'm trying to figure out the the content part. I got you because I'm I'm looking for you know doctors and scientists that have written about it or talked about it and looking at their content and trying to figure out if i want to work an interview in with them Mm -hmm. or trying to figure out how to contact them right now i'm just trying to to come up with the base setup of where i want to start that's easy to do really i believe um i had a guy on my podcast that has um he was actually been on Rogan's podcast before and he talks to scientists all the time mm-hmm. and he goes, dude, these aren't, these are just normal people oh, yeah. with what, you know, a family and kids and shit. You can just ask them and they want their stuff out there. They do all of this mm-hmm. work to get it out there. Yeah. So you I, just ask these people, they'll, they'll come on. You can find some kind of go down different episodes of consciousness from maybe this kind of culture. Mm-hmm. What this culture says about it, this culture, and coming from a science standpoint, coming from like, you know, like a Ray Kurzweil in the future, what are we going to do with this consciousness, consciousness integrating with, with computers possibly? There's all kinds of different avenues you can go with consciousness. Yeah. Well, as far as reaching out to people, I've never had a problem with that. So I, that's not necessarily what it's worried, worried about. It's finding the people that I think will actually work with me. Not Well, not even that. It's more of... I'm just trying to find the people right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've never had a problem with asking somebody for something I'd like them to work with me on. I think a lot of people get hung up on that and and stuff. Like they don't even think about asking for things. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of even briefly. You did that show recently where you talked about podcasting, and I mentioned you just got to do it right you just got to do it most people get in their own way Mm -hmm. actually it's the same thing if you're trying to reach out to somebody to be a part of a project that you're working on most people don't even get to the step of asking because they feel weird about asking i've never been that that or fear of rejection yeah yeah you just gotta i mean i've always followed i've said this a million times on the podcast but you know wayne gretzky said it best you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take Mm. you take 100 shots Maybe you missed ninety nine, but you hit one. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you, uh, maybe you want to be a part of this project. I would love to. I've got some stuff to say on consciousness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah. Well, this. Yeah. I. Yep. I've always had a question from a very young age. My. It started the question of what is it like. I guess you know the age-old question: Who is I? What is I? Mm-hmm. But like, what I was like, what what does it mean to be human? What am I? Like, I'm this person that I'm in control of this body, but like sometimes the body just does kind of its own, like it's on autopilot. It know it mm-hmm. already knows what to do, but yeah, I'm trapped up in here, kind of just like witnessing everything that's happening, and then like how deep it. It's just I get really inside of my head. I'm like what i am or what it means to be a what it means to be conscious and like yeah that's always been my big question and 
I don't know how familiar you are with different kinds of psychedelics and stuff like that. That's something that I'm starting to look into a little bit because I actually want to explore that as part of this project. I don't think I don't think you can have a serious conversation or discussion without even thinking about what those do. Like mm -hmm. at least have you don't have. I'm not saying you have to experience it. Well, I, think, I, I, I think you should. Considering but that, I'm I, at, considering that for the that's something that my uh, podcast co-host and I have talked about for several years, actually, before we even really got into the consciousness stuff, it was more of the what the realm of what you see while you're on those and exploring that and working with doctors on that. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that in the past, but up until recently, there was a and it, there was a very strict like no drug policy in the paranormal field. <laughs> no, but it's it's more of mo more no what mind does that altering. Mean? Yeah. At least in the ghost hunting part of the paranormal field. You won't want to go in it it for a while for a long time there there was a sense of it cuts out your legitimacy of what you experience while you're on a ghost hunt. Especially if you're going into somebody's home, which I would never do anyways, for that point. Like I'd never yeah you know go do even like pot that that at least maybe that's still out there but i don't really pay attention to that level right. of the field anymore okay um but like i mentioned before he's trying to get on a show right mm -hmm. he's had some reservations about putting that kind of content out there while trying to get on a show well well then i would say <laughs> Oh, do, doing something. Aside. You're, you're going to do this film with him? Well, with your part well potentially? I'm going to, well, not with him. But right he, right he now, attached he would it? be a, um, our, rela not relationship, but our working relationship is in flux because he has so much going on. He isn't doing the show as much anymore, and we haven't really worked on a whole lot lately. I'm seeing him as a, because he's experienced he's made like 25 documentaries he has the experience of doing it i would use him as a, a consultant sort of okay and so if he, he, if he might not be able to, to attach himself to something that's problematic I, in the eyes of a, a disney type corporation maybe i mean no, I, get and it. I, don't, I well, think that's that, a bummer i think this vetting process that he's going through probably comes up pretty like it ends pretty soon and he'll get an answer one way or the other and then he might be back to you know, if he doesn't get picked up, if he gets picked up, he probably wouldn't have the time anyways. If he doesn't get picked up, he would probably come back into this. Okay. But I have, I have, you know, a whole network of people in this field and a lot of them want to help out with this. I haven't really talked to them about just sitting down and taking some drugs on film and seeing what happens. I wouldn't do that. I would take it a little <laughs> bit more serious than that. Hey, let's yeah, just no, get a I mean, we, we, we'll go. We've, we've talked about all uh, exploring all possible realms of it um we've talked about fr from sitting down with doctors mm. and taking it and talking about our experience and as part of the film and really the the overall consciousness idea that i'm working towards now wasn't a part of that then it was more of seeing what other experiences we can have within the paranormal field okay, okay yeah so now it's more i want to explore consciousness which i believe psychedelics can help with that 
Oh yeah. So that that's the approach I'm taking as far as the psychedelics. And there's and there's not. levels there's levels to the psychedelic game. You don't just mm-hmm. oh I'm just gonna pick pick one and then see what happens. Like you have to yeah definitely do some crazy. That's what that's what I'm saying. What you could do a, a 45 minute mm-hmm. episode of like exploring talking to doctors and maybe doing a little history of like the LSD and and. Yeah. Albert Hoffman coming up with that, and then and then talk about like what, like some of that, I don't know what, the Mexican mushroom traditions, yeah, you know, all kinds of different well, things. Explore these different things and how how they use them to enhance their consciousness and their spirit and mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that'd be a fun. I love that. Kind of part stuff. of the project might not necessarily be the us sitting down doing them, but we're definitely going to find people that have experience with them, yeah, and then maybe exploring it with them. Yeah, there's some good. So, there's one. Uh, there's. I'm sure you've heard of ayahuasca. Oh yeah. You know, you get a shaman. You go drink the tea. It's like 24 hours, and you're tripping balls for 12 of it, and getting sick for a few of it. But then there's another thing that's uh, the same thing. It's same hallucinogenic aspect uh, chemical called DMT, mm-hmm. and you you can either get it synthetic or you can get it from a toad. Yeah. I've had it from a toad. Okay. And so it's. Oh, it's the world's most powerful psychedelic. You, yeah. you get blasted mm-hmm. off into another dimension. And first they say you're kind of called to do it. Like, I never knew about this shit. And then all of a sudden I started, I, I did feel like I, I, I wanted to do it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then it just, it just, how the hell did this happen? How did the hell did this fucking toad venom DMT just happen to find its way in front of me? It just did. But I did. I don't want to do it yet. I, don't, I wasn't yeah. ready for it. I wanted sure. to wait till I was ready. And then you're supposed to come to it with a with a question because it's not yeah. a, it's not a recreational drug. You're uh-huh. like, oh, I'm gonna go get high and get blasted off uh-huh. to another dimension. You better be fucking careful. Uh, I don't f- and so I, like I said, from a very young age, I've always had this struggle and question of what is consciousness, basically. And so that was my intent. You want to have an intent when doing these things, and my yeah. intent and my my question was. What is consciousness? And then I had this crazy experience experience with this. Now, mind you, uh, the statute of limitations has all ended. This was a, a lifetime ago. Yeah. Well, and I don't know what what is the statute of limitations of talking about drugs that you did. I mean, you even know, in film, I don't like, know. Even in filming, by just saying you can yeah. do you can take. You can film yourself taking these hallucinogens. And as long as you don't get caught in the act, when the when it goes out, you can't be prosecuted for it because okay, they good. can't prove that you actually took it. They okay. could, you may be acting. I am acting. This is all for entertainment. At least at one point I looked into that and that's what I found. Well, listen, I'm not a lawyer, I'm a mailman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so but I, I I am familiar with ayahuasca and DMT stories. I've never taken it, but I've I, I listen to several podcasts that talk about that kind of thing often. Um, but another part of reason why I wanted to explore this even when I first started looking into it is I up until a few years ago, I was always the kind of person that I didn't want to do that kind of stuff because I don't like losing control of my sense of self. Even when I like drink, I most people, until I'm just like plastered, I'm the same person for the most part, I just get more talkative when I'm drinking. Most people don't even know at what level I might be. 
And then, yeah, if I get plastered, I'm like everybody else. But I've always kind of been like I smoked some pot in middle school and grade school, and I kind of stopped when my daughter was born because I didn't at the time I didn't want to get in trouble. And uh, I've just never I don't like losing control of my faculties. But over the last few years, I like decided I want to try to challenge that for myself. Oh, these will challenge you. Yeah, psychedelics will challenge the fuck out of you. I am worried though because I feel like I need that sense of control that I might have a bad experience. Probably will. But you get something out of those bad experiences. Yeah. Oh, I've had, I'm the same way. I've, I don't do, I've never done good on psychedelics. I've had, I shouldn't say never. I've had some amazing experiences on them, but then others, I just freaked out and like uncontrollably shaking because I'm like just freaking out and scared. I I had one where I thought I was in the Vietnam War. Wow. Oh, it was fucking nuts. That was some heavy duty liquid acid (laughs) at a young age, and I was doing it recreational. It's stupid. I had one. I took acid once when I was in middle school, and it was. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so young. Oh. I would think it was eighth grade. Oh, my Um, God. But it was like crappy i i I didn't really have that big of a crazy experience just me and my buddy took these tabs and we went and walked around the paper piece of paper okay so we went and walked around the neighborhood and it was christmas time so the lights were all out and it was you know we were seeing streaks and you know right but it we didn't have a crazy experience with it because it probably wasn't very strong right um that's my extent of ever doing a psychedelic oh this was some strong liquid from a chemist probably who knows how many drops was on that sweet tart i wanted i was trying to walk to california find myself in the middle of the <laughs> vietnam war with a helicopter coming down i got orange juice in my hand i'm throwing it like it's a grenade like if my friend comes up and sees me in the middle of a field doing this he says hey get in get in here i'm like charlie's here charlie's here let's go i'm hunching down jumping in there go back to his apartment i got an orange jacket i throw it down and i'm freaking out I, my orange jacket turns into a fire and i huddle next to my fire to warm up because i'm freaking out i'm like i gotta calm the fuck down had you just been like studying the vietnam war no, Why did that i don't know pop- yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I don't. I don't. I'm not a Vietnam. I don't. Maybe I had just watched uh, Full Metal Jacket or something like that. Because you're not old before. enough to even no. have been alive, right? I'm 42, so no. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But the. Uh, so the DMT, when I asked what is consciousness, mm-hmm. I did get. I got an answer. Yeah? I. What did. told you the answer? Was it just like a presented into your mind or did something physically tell you this? I can tell you it was, it felt female. Yeah? It felt like a female presence, but I didn't see, but I felt mm-hmm. it and she, it, whatever, gave me kind of multiple answers and basically there's not a word in the human language that can actually define what consciousness is the closest and i and i've said this before the closest thing i the that i think the word i can come up with and it's it's the wrong word but it's close is but is omnipotent and then and then the the other thing i can say you have to watch this so people go on my patreon i can't describe this but it's this this is consciousness i got this i started waving my whole body and so it's like consciousness is everything and everywhere and nothing all at the same time it's just this weird like flow energy thing everything it's weird yeah. but that's that was kind of the answer that i was 
omnipotent makes me think of the idea that all of our experiences here is one consciousness divided like you and i are part of the same master brain out there outside of this universe like outside of this realm and we're projecting down having different experiences so even if it's not one big major one it's like individual there's plenty of stories of even like soulmates examples of we're actually the same being split in half having different experiences at the same time at the same time in the same in the same you know like same same earth yeah. time period and everything mm-hmm. yeah is that would like maybe explain dreams some kind of sometimes you get crazy vivid dreams maybe that's your other half yeah maybe or maybe your dreams are what your consciousness is experiencing wherever it's from i like the idea of of you saying that maybe this is all of one big brain if there's you definitely will. a theory that's because been that's, talked about okay i like that because i like people get sick of me saying this but i've really at least for this year and this year is almost over i've only got like a, two months left of believing that uh, we're in a simulation yeah the simulation thing is, is i love it yeah and that kind of goes along with that if we're mm-hmm. all like this weird wavy kind of entity that gets plugged into one big memory chip on a circuit board or something like that. Well, the simulation could could be even if we're in a simulation, we could have the same questions because if we are in a simulation, is our consciousness of what we call consciousness created here inside the simulation, or, or are we outside of the simulation having an experience in the simulation? Like Facebook's going to do this whole new meta thing, right, mm-hmm. where you can put on and you can live in this world, kind of like Ready Player One. Is that what we're experiencing here it's, as a simulation? I mean, that's what it would be. That's I've seen a lot of sci- <clears throat> Elon Musk and other scientists postulate that we're, it's more likely that we're in a simulation than we're not. Yeah, a lot of mathematicians believe that. And there's some weird you know, reasons why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and I, I'm, because of my experience in the paranormal, I'm past worrying about the answers. I just want right. to look into it because I find it interesting and all the theories interesting. I'm not going into it to try to find an answer for myself. That that's kind of where that's kind of where I'm at. I'm interested in it doesn't matter to me what the answer is. I mean, I would like to know clearly, but it, yeah, it is it's very interesting and I and I like having that open mind and I like talking to people with that open mind rather than getting stuck to some closed-minded evangelical of whatever faith that may be or my whole thing with not wanting to know kind of stems from the idea that if we are a projection of our consciousness and if for whatever reason are we doing it to have a certain experience and if we learn that we are this other thing just here having an experience does that negate why we're doing it in the first place I don't know. I guess maybe it depends on if we're willing participants in this simulation That's or true not. Too, yeah. That's my big question. That's one of the big questions I want to know: is are we willingly are willingly doing this, or is it like a matrix situation where we're just plugged in and this is what we have to have? Or we're here for, as punishment of some sort. <sighs> some of us. It's karmic punishment. <clears throat> some of us, but some of us are like <laughs> some people are living 
just yeah but that doesn't mean that in comparison that their life is better than what it would be outside of this well then you go i hate bringing up the matrix but the dude that wanted to eat the steak ignorance is bliss yeah make me someone important let me be an actor that's because he knew the one level above yeah but apparently the new Matrix film. Don't tell me. Shows don't. I don't want to hear. Don't. I don't. I don't, know. don't tell me a single. Don't even talk <laughs> I about the new. Seen it. I don't want to. Even, I don't want to even talk to anybody that's seen the trailer. I have nothing. Seen I don't the want trailer theories. either. I want. I mean, either. I'm keeping <laughs> such. I want no spoilers of one. Any. 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 Any kind of that movie. I can't wait. I want to watch it to my. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. <laughs> well, this theory didn't stem from the new one. I just was thinking maybe they talk about it in this one. I yeah, don't who know. knows? I'm very excited to see. Yeah, so I'm a big simulation theory. I don't know. I'm, but I don't. I'm not married to any. I don't know. I'm like you. Like I remember when we first talked. You were like, I don't know. Is there other? You don't subscribe to any one theory. You like the idea of uh, aliens from another planet, maybe from another dimension, all kinds yeah. of stuff. What were your thoughts on after uh, the Pentagon released what it knows about the UFOs? My overall thought on it is that there has to be some motivation behind it. Why did they release this? I don't think it's honestly because of my bias that I've grown up with since I was a kid. My bias is not to trust the government. And the being it's that amazing how many people I don't do. Think, it is amazing how many people yeah. trust trust the government and trust Fauci. He can lie about masks, but you do, but you think he's telling the truth about Wuhan? Go on. Well, I mean, so Sorry. I'll just say one quick thing about about the current situation. I hate the fact that now, if you're called a conspiracy theorist in popular culture right now, it automatically means that you're super right wing. I know that is completely tied to that right yep. now. Um, whereas before the pandemic, actually being a conspiracy theorist and open minded was starting to become more mainstream. The idea of it and the thought of it wasn't looked down upon, but this has completely changed that. So when I call right. myself a conspiracy theorist, if they don't know me and it's just kind of, they just know it from White popular nationalist. culture. Yeah. And I don't like that because I've been... Well, nobody likes that. <laughs> but still. <laughs> but I, you you got to tell people, it's like peace, post, you got to be pre-Trump and post-Trump era. Yeah. Like I'm a conspiracy, a pre-Trump conspiracy theorist, not a post-Trump conspiracy theorist. I was theorist. even a conspiracy theorist before 9-11. I started looking into right. conspiracy theories when I was like 14. And there there are differences between the conspiracy theorists that believe everything and they're like the crazy ones that have white all around their eyes because they're talking to you and and just being interested in like and looking at the possibilities and if you actually study history you find out you can't trust any of the government you can't and and i know that that's an overarching term the government they them right but Mm -hmm. they don't care they don't care about you if they're working on an experiment i know um but anyways to go back to what we were talking about with um what were we talking about (laughs) different uh you don't subscribe to any one type of theory you don't care what the answer is simulation theory i don't know no it was something specific that i branched off oh aliens uh the uap oh yeah their their motivation behind it right yeah i don't think in any way they did it just to tell people about it because what would they get out of it well it was in the covid bill 
So Trump said, but hey. But that video actually came out before the COVID bill. Right. Those, the FLIR video and the GoFast it, video. It, you know, it, it, honestly, it was rec- more recent now that the Pentagon said out, came out and said, yeah, there's UFOs out there. We don't know what they are. But it started from other things before that. Mm-hmm. I, And if it is supposed to be super secret, this wouldn't have made them tell us. There has to be a reason behind it. not and, and I don't trust that it's just we need to tell the people about this. Yeah. I mean, that's what uh, people like you that I've talked to that I've respected have all said the same thing is you got to, well, who's telling us this? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, other people are like, yeah, it went, it went how I thought it would go. They didn't really say anything. I they have, said there yeah. was like, I don't, I don't remember, 100, 100 and something things and, and like, it was like 13 or eight of them are kind of unexplained or whatever like that. But still, I mean, it's eight more, thir- whatever the number was. That's more than we've ever. I mean. Well, don't get me wrong. It's a big admission for the government because the other reason why I feel that there has to be a reason behind it. It's a huge admission to say that there are things in our sky that we don't know what it is. Because in saying that, we have no national defense against it. Right. If we don't know what it is, we don't know how to defend against it. And that's a big thing for our military to say because there's that's their job. They're but supposed who to could, protect yeah, us but, from it. But who could – I can't imagine there's any other country out there that can – I mean, you could start going down, breakaway civilization kind of things. and But no, I, I would think that even if it was another country – we would know I don't at know who least that would we be. would have an Russia, idea yeah. of what country it came out of because of our spy networks even if we don't know exactly what it is we would know where it would come from because we would have some kind of like somebody in some place that would have something that had a reference to it mm-hmm. um i don't know if it's aliens or not i but I, I question their motivation, like I said, of why they're releasing it, why, the, why they're acknowledging it. Yeah, it could be. Because they could have acknowledged it for decades now. Right. I mean, it, it's from Roswell on, mm-hmm. this idea that there might be UFOs has been out there, especially over the last 30 years, 40 years. Do you think it's because it's like a oh, let's keep bringing Fauci up because fuck him. But do you think it's like a Fauci thing type where, oh, I'm doing this protect to protect you people. You you can't handle the truth type thing. Like we can't we can't tell you we can't tell you about Roswell. We can't tell you about uh, the Phoenix Lights. We can't tell you about this that or the other. We can't tell you about the Fleer the Go Fast until now, just because maybe they're kind of slowly ha- like we have to start kind of telling people because maybe like Elon Musk is saying that aliens are already amongst us. Well, that's the other thing. So like their motivation could be there's something coming right, that us? they can't control. So they need to get ahead of it because it, let's say it was an alien race that was super intelligent, super technologically advanced why would they have to worry about what we thought of it? I have um, an idea and a theory about what what it possibly could be. Is obviously I don't I don't think it's 
uh, not man-made, but uh, maybe carbon-based. Made, uh, not made, but uh, operated. I think okay. it's more of a drone. Oh, I mean, a drone. You, yeah. We have a drone on Mars right now. Yeah. If there's some civilization that's way ahead of us, advanced, and they and they just put that's their drone, that's their version of their drone, mm-hmm. and they have it on here, and they just got it here. Who knows how recently? Say it was. Say, let's say Roswell was the first one. Let's just yeah. say that was however. What was that? Sixty years ago or something like that, right? Nineteen forty-seven. Eighty years. So, except whatever, 75, whatever. I'm not, a, I, was, I was told there would be no math here, all right? Yeah. I so, wasn't asking you to. You did that to yourself. <laughs> so let's just say 70 years ago, some alien race put that out here as their drone because mm-hmm. they, they do that. They just send all the planets to see what kind of living stuff is out there. Boom, they hit us. Well, now it's going to take them a while to get here. Yeah. And well, it, could be, it could be not good. It could be, hey, that's, oh, yeah. that's food. Uh-huh. But we all we talked earlier on in this episode about ancient cultures and how they're not unintelligent, but they have all kinds of stories about beings from outer space or the heavens or or however you want to take it, even craft. Even it's in the Bible, if you Ezekiel, interpret right? it a certain way. Well, Ezekiel, Ezekiel, there's an a UFO in Ezekiel, I believe. Yeah, and then there, and the, there's actually several, and the, the and then there's all these books that are now out of the Bible that used to be part of the Bible, like the Book of Enoch, that has right. all kinds of flying wheels and, and stuff yeah. in it, and and even in ancient like drawings and pictographs and stuff, the dragon in the sky kind of thing, those could be what we're seeing now and they just didn't have the words to express it that right. we understand yeah it was that i don't know is it india or something that's got like a big big god holding a hand out like flat palm like that with like a little monkey type thing in its hand and it's like representing yeah. like i don't know basically putting putting that out here on to make us evolve quicker genetic uh what do they call that genetic engineering genetic push Giving us a genetic push. Maybe that's what's going on right now. <laughs> With the vaccine? <laughs> yeah, right? All right. this alien stuff comes out, and then there's this pandemic, and then all this vaccine we got to put in it. So maybe it's giving us the next the next upgrade. There was uh, I can't remember his name. There was a theorist that in the, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, that theorized that and there's it's not just this vaccine it could be any vaccine but they, he theorized that there will be a vaccine at some point that cuts the human race off from the spiritual side and that will be what its purpose is and we won't be told that that's what its purpose is um who knows that's but it scary. has been theorized before that that yeah. kind of thing will happen and and I don't want to get, I mean, I don't know how much you want to get into it. I don't really, I don't really know what to think of all of it other than I don't trust it. But the vaccine? I don't think that there's a reason why they're pushing it so hard. Thank you. I am the same I, way. I'm the same way. I don't trust it. I won't, I do not trust this fucking vaccine. I, I'm sure it's safe. I'm sure it's fine, whatever. But that's the thing too. There is so much propaganda behind mm-hmm. this thing. Why would something that is so good and great for you need so much yeah. propaganda? That's what I don't understand. The last time there was some kind of crazy propaganda like this was fucking reefer madness and, and getting rid of fucking marijuana and the drug law. Like, yeah. get out of here. I, I don't, you can't trust, uh, it, uh, yeah, I, yeah, that's how I am. Always, I don't trust it. I don't trust it. I've yeah. got, I, I got COVID eh, a month and a half ago. 
I think I had it sucked. It, it sucked. In February of 2020. I think I did. I mean, I, I didn't even go into the doctor. I don't know. I've always been the type of person my entire life to trust my gut over everything. Yeah. And I had a gut feeling something's off long before the first vaccine got out that yeah. i didn't need it like yeah. i'm something is wrong yeah i might be wrong but i'm also the type of, i'm willing to live with my decisions if i'm wrong and i get covid and i die i made that decision yeah yeah i shouldn't be forced to make that decision right that's yep i i don't get it and i and the thing that is yeah i that i've been the same way i've been telling people that i care about that I just I I wish they wouldn't get it. I just I've known I've known I think I've known it's so funny. I've known people that have had it and then have had complications since then. Mm-hmm. I knew someone that had um had someone that with autism didn't have any seizures for two years. They were about to celebrate their two year non seizure party. Mm-hmm. Got the vaccine. Two weeks later, started developing seizures again. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. I'm not I'm not yeah. a doctor. And then, and then another lady. Ever since she had that, <clears throat> had the vaccine, every time it's her time of month, it's excruciating pain. Yeah, and that makes sense because they're now there's not now. This just came out. Oh, maybe three, two, two to two and a half, three weeks ago, that they're saying they should stop calling COVID a respiratory disease and call it a vascular disease because there's a lot of blood clotting going on with this. Well, that's the thing, right? We don't even know what this disease is, is and we haven't. There, it's fucked up. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy how, how it fucks with everybody differently. Yeah. How how a respiratory disease can affect your taste and mm-hmm. smell? That does. That's not right. Well, there, there's so even, and I know that's neurological. I know it's part of finding things out, right? But the some of the symptoms are the same. But really, what they told COVID or told us what COVID was in March of 2020, it's not the same thing anymore. Not right, really. With the different variants. Well, it's not even the variants. It's like, I know it's part of figuring it out, but the symptoms are all different mm-hmm. for the most part. The just yeah, and, and everybody has different symptoms. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what to think of it. I but I've it's weird. I don't and. Uh, I've my wife and I've talked about it. I I will if somebody asks me personally about it, I will give them my reason for not doing it mm-hmm. and say if I were you I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But I'm I I've, I've had this conversation with several people. I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to make up your own mind on it. Yeah, I I think my opinion is if you're over a certain age or if you're really afraid and got a bunch of comorbidities and you're afraid and you've had a conversation with your doctor, mm-hmm. and you both have decided that's the right move, then go for it. I mean, my biggest thing is the me, I'm just, personal just, decision. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean that that's where I come down. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. That's what I, is the scary thing. There's a lot of scary things that's been going on with this, and the disease is the least scary of all of it. Mm-hmm. The biggest, the scariest thing is the government wanting to have all of this power and seizing it and grabbing as much as they can. And then the scariest part about all that is everybody going along with it. Everybody yeah. that's just freaking out with with the media train and the hype train. And I just want to be scared. And, and everybody has my best interests interest in protecting me. So we all have to do this. And if you don't take this, you're an asshole. And we have to listen to Fauci. We have to listen to the CDC. We have to listen to the WHO. Look what's going on with everywhere. We have to listen to our governors. They know what's best for us. 
I think they're all bit, going like, for it. I don't understand where in any country, let alone mm-hmm. America, how so many people are not only going along with it, but are fighting on the side of the government. You see yeah. these stupid kids at these fucking colleges that are pissed off at these mat, they're pissed off at the non-vaccinated people and the not like. I just it, it blows my fucking mind. Yeah. It blows my mind that people are just willy-nilly giving. Uh, and, and then the other thing that's driving me nuts is you got the and it's the same people. It, it is very it's gotten political oh that's uh, that's part of the like the big red flag for me right is how political it is you're either one side or the other and yep. it means that you are either politically one way or the other it's not but that's not true it, but that's how they want to frame it that's how they want to no it's not true but that's how it's fr- like, like you yeah. just said that's that's how it's viewed mm-hmm. um if you come down on this side of the vaccine you are in this political spectrum. If you come down on this side of the vaccine, you're in this political spectrum. It's the same with the conspiracy theory thing. Mm-hmm. So, I I think that that's a big red flag for it too. Yeah, giant. Like, and the thing that's pissing me off is, you got the same people that are pissed off at at Texas abortion laws, and they're saying it's my my body, my right. You're not going to do that. You can't do that to my body. And then at the same time. We're going to mandate you to put this into your body. Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand is the hypocrisy on both sides of them saying, I, I don't understand. I don't understand how they don't see that. How are you going to say, yes, don't, how dare you govern my body? If I want to have a, an abortion, I'll have one. You can't govern my body. But then they're the same people advocating and demanding vaccine mandates to force something into your body. And then the scary, another scary thing that's just happening right now, and I'm I if you... This kids of from five to eleven, mm-hmm. you're you're vaccinating five to eleven year olds. And I saw this bit, uh, this chick on Facebook the other day saying, "Oh, I'm wait, I'm finally getting my son vaccinated next week. I'm so excited." Mm-hmm. And he's like eight. I'm like, "Are you? Fu- yeah. What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? He's. Why are you putting your children at risk like that? Kids yeah. do have no risk for this thing. You know, they have a risk is getting this vaccine. There has been proven where the kids well, that can person get- is in a bubble like everybody else. There, there is the bubble of um, you're only fed what you want to see, and then at some point you're not fed what the contradicting mm. ones. Yeah, I know that chambers. that's, but." Yeah, I. So the with the the uh, Australia is always ahead of us, right? And this it seems to be well. They're super <laughs> locked down right now, but they also they I saw some news stories on their news websites about how it was maybe a month or two ago now, where they pulled like thirty thousand kids into this stadium and vaccinated all of them away from their parents weren't allowed to be there. Australia's fucked up. Australia's got it fucked up right now. I'm starting to see some news stories now about how kids will be vaccinated at school. Their parents won't be there. They still have to have a consent form, but the kids will start being vaccinated in school in some states. I know that in the past, like before we were in school, they did that some, but not with... Those were the dark ages. The thing about the vaccine is, is it's still a experimental vaccine. Yeah, it does have the FDA approval for the Pfizer one, but I believe personally, emergency, emergency FDA. Yeah, approved. well, but I believe that that's man- politically manipulated. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, there's just too yeah. much around. Yeah, around these vaccines. Yeah, and then the, the the creator of the mRNA vaccine even said this isn't meant for pandemics. Yeah, this shit's meant for like cancer and stuff. This mm-hmm. isn't made to stop a pandemic, and it, that's the thing. 
It's not going to stop a pandemic. And then you just, and then the stuff that comes with it, all these boosters and that, oh, hey, even if you have the vaccine, you can still contract COVID and you can still spread it. So what are we talking about here? Just because it's harder, you well, still can. Well, the companies can. themselves are terrible. Like Pfizer, AstraZeneca, they look at their business model as as long as the lawsuits aren't as big as the profits, we're fine with it. Right. And and Moderna has never had a medical or an FDA approved product ever. Really? This is their very first one and it hasn't even been FDA approved either. It's just been put to market. Whoa. And and so Pfizer they're also there it's it's I can't remember the name of the company, but the the vaccine itself is not produced by Pfizer. It's produced by another company that's under the umbrella of Pfizer, and that company has never had an actual product brought to market. <laughs> it's just it's the world's crazy. It's just crazy and I feel like I sound crazy spewing this out. It, well, mm-hmm. I think you and I are the same mind. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how people don't think like me. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. At le- yeah, at least entertain those ideas or qu- have more questions. I don't understand why people don't have more questions. Or Yeah, I don't know. It's just naivete, I suppose. I don't know. It's just, it, humans are on a spectrum. But I, I won't I won't personally get it unless I'm one hundred percent forced to like grabbed, taken somewhere and administered it. Well don't go any uh don't go to any Travis Scott <laughs> concerts and they can be all right there. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe they just had the wrong dosage. They were trying to vaccinate the unvaccinated. Yeah, I yeah, it's it scares me. Yeah, this whole it's been a weird couple of years and the scariest thing is the government overreach outside of this that have just because of the fear of the pandemic we can now do this stuff yeah and we're just willingly giving them all of this power Mm -hmm. pretending like they'll give it back to us at some point because you're right if it was a real like i've always been scared of a pandemic too i didn't necessarily i i mean i've followed this stuff close to as long as you have with this particular one the other thing about it is if this was a pandemic that was killing millions of people, it would have killed off the homeless population in a lot of these states first, and they're not. Well, that's because they're outside, and that vitamin D and that sunlight yeah. kills. I mean, yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it. I just don't see this as a threat as they're making it out to be. No, it's never been a threat. It's mm-hmm. a threat to, it kills point less than 1% of, what was it? I don't know, whatever, yeah. 0.03% anyway, yeah. of people or some shit it's like a, that. It's an opportunity. That's what it is. It's an opportunity I, to yeah. do some things that they've been wanting to do politically for a long time now, in my opinion. Not only that, but then I, I just some the uh, ultra ultra rich got it. Uh, Bezos. This was the biggest government transformation of of wealth from the government to a private company ever before. We got all those stimulus checks. It all, all so I bet you probably seventy percent of it went to Amazon. I'm a mailman. During those times, during those stimulus checks, yeah, Amazon was it was worse than Christmas every day. Oh yeah, every day it was worse than Christmas every day for a year. 
It was fucking insane. Just if that's where people's money went, they didn't need that money. Not at least where I was delivering mail. Mm-hmm. Other people needed the money for sure. But these people that didn't need that extra 12, 14, however many thousand dollars they were getting per month, they was just going straight to Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And we have to pay that back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's tax money, right? It's, the government doesn't give anything for free. It comes from somewhere, unless they're printing the money, which is just as bad. Oh, which they are doing too. <laughs> so invest in Bitcoin. Yeah. You need to get going? Um, No, not yet. Okay. I still got some time. Okay. Uh, yeah, going back to that consciousness moment uh, yeah. topic for just a moment, I watched a video. I don't know if you've seen this. I just watched it yesterday. I had two days ago, something like that, with Elon Musk talking about if aliens exist, they're already amongst us. And kind of talking about like Fermi paradox and how much longer aliens have had other civilizations would have had a head start on us mm-hmm. because Earth is what 2.4 billion years old. I think it's 4.2 4. billion or something. Whatever like that, it is, yeah. but the universe is. Yeah. How much? I don't know how old it is. I don't know. Eight, eight or 16 or yeah. whatever the heck billion years of oh, what we think it is. Yeah. From the me- yeah, from the measurements, yeah, what we think. You're right. That's a good answer. But there's other, you know, the, if, the, if the universe is still billions years older than Earth is, mm-hmm. then of course the somebody somewhere is probably way ahead of us and have already come here, sure. came here, and I think it's a high possibility that there were advanced civilizations on Earth in our distant past that died out that we don't have any remnants of. Yeah, that there, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the aliens. Thing. Maybe we do have remnants. I mean, the the pyramids, we the, the 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 dates that they were built get pushed back every few years, right? And we still don't know who actually built them. Mm-hmm. Um, or and the question of how is still whatever. But um, stuff like that, they're they're pushing back those dates farther and farther and farther to the possibility that there was a. A civilization like Atlantis, we'll use that for an example, mm-hmm. that was highly technologically advanced that we just don't, you know, it's too long ago. We don't have any evidence of it anymore. Right. We've had ice ages. Those are just giant erasers and erase everything mm-hmm. it touches. Yeah. Uh, but no, I guess where I was going with that was uh, about the aliens and Elon Musk talk about that, but he was also mentioning that in that in our short time of of earth being 4 billion years old but then human consciousness being i don't know whatever 100 200,000 years let's say 200,000 that that how rare that is and how that just comes up and it took how it took over 4 billion years for consciousness to get mm-hmm. developed on earth and with asteroidal impact extinction events whatever you want coming into the different planets it's inevitable inevitable that something's going to happen to that to this planet at some point and wipe us all out with ending that so does consciousness to a large degree if it's not already if there aren't already aliens and already yeah. things out there we might have the we, we might be the only place as unlikely it is but the possibility of being the only location in this massive infinite universe 
that has consciousness because it's such a small window. Mm-hmm. And so when you get to these other, like the Fermi paradox, talking about why aren't there these other civilizations, maybe these other consciousness planets just got wiped out. And if we don't start doing interstellar traveling and start putting human beings on other planets, we're going to, the gift, we're going to lose this gift of consciousness yeah. And the window of consciousness is going to close very, you know, it could close on us if we don't get out in time to start spreading the seed of consciousness, if you will. Well, yeah, I was trying to look up. There was a show I listened to just the other day that was talking about a book, and I'll find it um, for us later, that goes into that. They call it fine-tuning, where the actual mathematical computation of how we get to this point from nothing is like larger than the number of atoms in our in our universe um that we know of but there there are so many things that had to happen just perfect for us to get to this point Mm -hmm. that it's not just like oh we're this close to the sun it's every little tiny detail that nobody thinks of and how rare that that could be across the universe. Um, yeah, I mean, that's another thing we'll probably never know. But let's just hope we get the answers after we die. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be, that we, the big? you know, uh, after we die, we all go back to some place and like, that was a great run. Let's go again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beam back down. Yeah. But this know. time. Instead of uh, being on podcasters, we're going to be you know, like dueling serial killers. Oh. I mean, well, it could Jack be Jack the Ripper type stuff. If, oh, we, if we have yeah. multiple <laughs> lives here to experience something to help our other selves grow, mm. we're going to want to go through. Like, There's an old question of if like why is our life so bad like if you have a bad life like why is this happening if there is a god out there why would he let this happen Mm -hmm. but it could be that just in this lifetime you 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 actually want to experience this because it helps your overall soul grow and you just don't know that because you you have to cut that off because if you knew that it would negate you having that experience wow wow yeah philosophy and this is like overall where i'm at and why i'm not as into the whole ghost hunting thing anymore i kind of like it's not i it's the step above isn't really the right question or right answer because i'm not really above anybody that's out there looking for ghosts i'm just kind of my own personal path has moved a little bit on from that Mm -hmm. and what i'm interested in at the moment uh what are so you're super interested in ufo hunting and is it, is it good around here? Like, I don't know. I would see if I were like a hardcore UFO <laughs> hunter, I think I'd be wanting to go off the coast where they're finding all that shit. Well, I mean, that's true. I don't know where to go. I mean, there's obviously Get a little boat, you know, hot spots that people talk about. Mm-hmm. I UFO hunting is harder because I don't, even though I don't necessarily think a place can you don't have to go to a place to experience a ghost. You may be more likely. It's probably true with UFO hunting. I just like getting out there. 
Right. And I don't want to have any like tactics to UFO hunt. My tactics to <laughs> UFO hunt any. is I bring out this chair that reclines back <laughs> and a little bottle of something and just sit there scared of the sky for the night and see if I can see something that I can't personally explain to myself. doesn't mean it's a UFO. It's just what I have seen is just weird lights in the sky. The other crazy stuff that like scares me on some of these is more stuff going on on the ground, like the one in the desert kind mm-hmm. of thing. But, um, I just enjoy it anyways. Like last night I was no, me and two other guys were just chilling out in this field next to a cemetery. Cause it happened to be a good spot to where nobody would bother us. Just staring at the sky, just experiencing that. I mean, people, don't really do that right it's and it's not that isn't my motivation it but sounds it's like, so stupid and boring until you actually do it mm-hmm. and then after a while you're like holy shit my neck hurts because you realize you've just been cranked up looking up the whole that's time that's why i got this zero gravity like layback chair yeah that i can just like relax you would love mushrooms yeah yeah, I, uh, doing that, times, having but... mushrooms out there with a couple friends, get a little fire out there, and just lay back and look for UFOs, or you'd have, that'd be a, that's a good well. Why don't we do that? All right, let's. Well, you know, don't say that on there. Oh, you think they're coming for you? Yeah, my work might. I got oh. some snitches out there. You oh. know who you are, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm not really gonna. I like uh, Portobello, so yeah, oh. <laughs> and shiitake. <laughs> Portobello shiitake and button mutton mushroom, button mushroom, nice. yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, you invited me to go out with you guys one time, and uh, I was gonna go, but I've just gotten real accustomed with some of the creature comforts of traveling lately. Because sure. yeah. I mean, like, I, I like tra- I love camping when it's twenty degrees out, and I got a tent with a stove in it, and I'm mm-hmm. doing it like in hunting and all that shit. I love that, but man. This year, I fell in love with Vegas. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, like I love traveling to nice creature comfort uh-huh, places yeah. right now. So, like recently, I've been like, I don't know that I really like. I'll go camping with my kids and something for like a night or two. Mm-hmm. But I actually have something coming up that's completely outside the realm of the paranormal. That I have um, the Midwest Bushcraft Show. What's that? So it's sort of like the paranormal conference, but it's for outdoors. It's oh, bushcraft? Bushcraft. The binoculars? No, Optics? you're thinking of Bushnell. Bushnell, yes. Bushcraft is a term <laughs> of um, learning how to do things in the bush. In, in the bush yeah. oh, okay. So it's an Survival overall term living? I use, but it's kind of encompassing camping, can, anything outdoors, right? Um, I didn't come up with bushcraft. It's right. out there. But um, several years ago, I decided I was going to do a bushcraft event where I had people come in and do demonstrations and I had vendors and stuff like that. Kind of like the paranormal one. Mm -hmm. And I did that in 2018 and we had Sam Larson who won alone that year, the TV show alone. I love that show. Buddy, uh, Thomas who won an episode of forged and fire and a couple other people that were local or some of them came in from around, um, the Midwest and, stupidly i decided i'm gonna try to do this event again in the middle of pandemic (laughs) uh that was why my conference got shut down it was in the city right uh, last year but 
I've decided not to move forward with the paranormal one, but I, I'm trying to do this bushcraft one, and it's actually going to be in a different county outside the city, but it's March 5th, and you go to midwestbushcraftshow.com. I'm just starting to get into um, planning it, but I've already got Buddy Thomas, the guy that won the um, Forged of Fire episode, committed again, and he brings a mobile forge and actually makes a knife as a demonstration. Oh, cool. And... Uh, I have a guy from a group called Midwest Woodcraft. They're in Illinois. They're coming to show like fire making techniques and oh, wow. and and other stuff like that. I have several vendors that are interested. I have a, a river guide from the Buffalo River in Arkansas that is looking to come up and do a canoeing demonstration on the lake that's at the place where we're having the event. Wow, so, that's um, gonna be cold. It's well, I mean, a little cold. It's March, but March fifth. Yeah. It well, snows in March. I mean, we're not yeah. going to... He's going to be doing the demonstration, and if he feels yeah, right. comfortable doing it, right. um, we're not going to be out in the lake. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're putting that on, and I, I was, Sam Larson from Alone is, again, interested, because he's, he's, he lives in Nebraska. He's not far. Oh, cool. He hasn't committed to the date yet, but he wants to do it, and I'm going to be making those announcements over the next few months. So. Oh, that'd be cool. If anybody out there is interested in that, you can follow Midwest Bushcraft on all the social media places and the website. And hopefully, I think because of where it's at, it's in, um, you know where Bonner Springs is? Yeah. It's north of Bonner Springs in Lin- Leavenworth County mm-hmm. outside of a town called Linwood. Okay. And it's at a gun club there that my family has been a member of for years. Oh, nice. Um, hopefully because of the location in the county that it's in, we won't get any further um, restrictions. Because mm-hmm. on the Kansas side right now, we have no restrictions for these kind of events. But who knows what could happen between now and March. I think Kansas is probably pretty safe. Probably. Uh, probably close pretty enough red. now. But I, who knows? Yeah. Uh could change immediately. Yeah. So I am working on that and I have a partner that's in uh Council Bluff, Iowa that I kind of put this on with. Um but I'm the main organizer of it. So yeah, uh, that's going to be fun. It'd be cool to have Sam on the podcast. Yeah, I mean I could give you his contact That'd information. That'd be cool. I'd like I don't know if he'd drive down for it. No, no, but if he's here for that, yeah, during that's that true. time, maybe he could come mm-hmm. or stay a day or two extra yeah. or something. I don't know. That'd be cool. I love that show. Yeah, My he was the runner-up on the first season, and then he won, I think it was the, the, the whatever the 2018 season one he cool. won. So, he was a cool guy. Um, Yeah, well, you want to plug, plug some stuff here? I can... Uh, oh, yeah, so my show, my podcast is The Ectoplasm Show. People should know that by now. It's your third we've, time. Uh, We've uh, been going for eight years, and right now the the my co-host is kind of in flux. I'm bringing in other people, but the show's going well. We kind of we took a break. We we've restarted about a month ago. We're about to be get a big equipment upgrade, and I have some other ideas for expanding the show. I also have a Patreon, which is Ecto Plus, where we just started putting out a monthly newsletter a physical newsletter that's mailed that's like an old conspiracy rag it's called the ecto files and people are enjoying it we've sent out the first one on november 1st to our patrons at the ecto plus level 
and it just has stories from different or it has articles written by my friends and other people and we're going to bring in some special guests to write articles for it and it's going to be in your mailbox every month which i like that idea i've always liked the old school like conspiracy rag kind of thing and i wanted to try to put this into it and people seem to like it so that's awesome if people are interested in that at least go listen to the show and then you can make a decision if you want to support yeah don't just just don't yeah. don't just give this guy your money <laughs> blindly go check yeah. out ectoplasm show on all the podcast apps it's got a big bright pink background with slimer yep. on top it's great uh and then you have um and then who's your are you still sponsored by big rip I am still sponsored by Big Rip. Because we took our break, we kind of uh, moved away from some of our other sponsors. But we have, so I have a personal relationship with Big Rip, and so they do sponsor the show. Nice. Well, where can people find you outside of the podcast? Um, if you want, I don't know. I mean, my promote, is that you just want to promote? My name is Jason Kupsik, and my address is no. Uh, no I just meant, you know, <laughs> Instagram and, and uh, well, so it's all websites, show. all that stuff. Or I also have like live the wood life because that's my outdoor persona where I, I'm actually organizing the Midwest Bushcraft show with. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, most of what out there, at least the paranormal stuff, is all under either Ectoplasm Show or Strange Paranormal, which is something I've put together, but I'm kind of moving, integrating with the uh, Ectoplasm Show stuff. So. Well, we'll get you back on with Larry. And I want to talk. Uh, I was hoping to talk some magnet fishing with you today. Oh yeah, but uh, I'll wait till next time. We could go do some of that. We can rec- we could bring the show out to the magnet fishing. Okay, I've always wanted to do it. Uh, well, we've you only caught. Ju- we've Charles, only, you want to do yeah. that? All right. We've only pulled up junk. No, like murder weapons or anything yet, or safes or anything like that. But it, it's fun to do. <laughs> like it's fun to. It's just like fishing or hunting. You're just out there trying to catch whatever you can catch. Right. No, I mean, it looks fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we got uh, we caught peewee one time. Well, at least according to t- TikTok, we caught peewee one time. I saw that. <laughs> I was disappointed. I was like, you had something big on there. I was hoping to pull up. Yeah. We, we've pulled up a couple of things that we didn't know what it was. But for the most part, it's just like junk. Yeah. But it's still fun to do. Well, this was fun to do. We'll do this again. Do some magnet fishing. And uh, let's get the hell out of here. Eat some mushrooms and look at the sky. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Hell yeah. Bye. Bye.